Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. But we're also going to have drinks. We're going to have games. You might see HK and Nikki have an anal battle. You never know what's going to happen. But it's going to be lit. So I promise you want to be there. LA, come through and party with me, Cami, and Nikki and celebrate our first live show ever. To find tickets for the event, feel free to check out the description down below or go check out our websites, brocotherapy.com or doubleteampodcast.com. We hope to see you guys there and we want to meet every single one of you guys and take a photo and laugh and be friends and just make memories. And it's our first one, so you guys have to come. Please. Oh, I'm so excited. I want to be so nervous. Okay. Oh my God. How are you guys? <laughs> hey. Hey. We're good. We're here. We're good. Yeah, a little jet lagged. Uh, you just got lagged. back, right? I brought back anxiety with me. Aww. But we did just get back from Europe. We were we there did. for two weeks. Oh Spain, and Germany. It was dope. It was dope. Yeah. I've actually never been to Europe. <gasps> Real, what? What? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We have to go global. Yeah, we should. BTT. It's it actually, I mean, I just don't like long plane flights. So I think I've just neglected it for so long. I okay, yeah. I will say I'm so happy that I don't have to see an airplane for at least a month because. Yeah, like yeah. even just a 45 minute flight from Oakland to like Burbank. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I, I will say um, it was what, 10 hours one way and like 12, one. I don't remember. Entirely too long. It was, it was long. Luckily, I slept through the first flight. I slept through most of it. And the food was pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I, I have a bone to pick with United Airlines when we're ready for that. Why? Let's hear it. No, because on the way back from the the last leg of the flight was or the on the way back. Um, it was Palma to Newark, Newark to Los Angeles. Well, so the first meal that they serve us mm. on the flight to, to Newark was actually really good. They had a, a vegetarian, vegetarian option. Yeah. They had. A chicken or something. Vegetarian lasagna, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Vegetarian lasagna. I really liked it. And then... Are you vegetarian? I'm pescatarian. Okay, because I think... I was talking to Danny on the show, and I was like, he wanted to go to Korean barbecue. He was like, we should go with the twins. I'm like, do they even eat meat? He's like, they eat dick. (laughs) So... (laughs) 
Oh my god! They and so eat I was like, I was like, dick. I was That's like, yeah, the maybe only meat I eat. Yeah, that is the only meat for me um, as well. Every but once in a while, I eat fish. I eat fish. Yeah, okay. So, Every once but while, anyways, cheat, and right. then the second meal that they um, that they offered on United was a turkey sandwich, which I'm oh. like, oh, shit. That's what it? about a vegetarian option? You had one for one meal, but not one for the other. Like, it just, you know, yeah. balance it out. I just, and he said you had to request the vegetarian option for the sandwich. And, and yeah, nobody knows to do that. I didn't even know where to do that, like, when you checked in or whatever. No, like, exactly. Where do you do that? So yeah. I'm like, what? No, I think, and would you do that when you book your flight then so then they're ready? Because I feel like if you do it when, while you check in, like, is that enough time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. So that that's my review. <laughs> I didn't have any sex and in Europe. And you know what? Oh. On the second flight, they didn't they didn't provide pillows. <laughs> they so. didn't provide pillows. They didn't no. provide pillows. What? I went, and I'm sorry, we're not bougie enough to fly first class yet. I've flown first class before, um, and it's nice. But I flew first class to Amsterdam once. It was dope. Yeah, but dope. I mean, it, it doesn't always happen. So this this time around, we just did the regular mm. seats, and they mm. didn't give us a pillow. Thankfully, we brought our rave pillow, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, we have a pillow that because. If you ever see Cammy at a rave, Homegirl legit brings like a pillow and two blankets, and then like in the middle of a crowd, we'll like lay, lay down, down a blanket. Oh my god! And wait, that's picture. kind of my vibe. I feel like I would totally be like that at a rave. Yeah. So we all literally like go around her to make sure that like no, locker. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, to make sure that no. Wait, but have you ever watched the stars while you're listening to great music and there's just I was gonna say, you? what drugs are you taking? Because when I'm rolling, I'm really. <laughs> Like, I'm really just, like, chill. I don't know what it is. It's something with, like, my chemical, whatever. Because people are, like, going crazy. And I'm just, like, let me just, like, relax. See, like, it, it you really know? depends for me. Because at some raves, like, some sets, I'm going to be, like, fuck, yeah, I'm up. I'm the hype woman. Right. Like, I remember when we you're peaking to, and shit. We went to one rave in, um, in New York. And I was, like, so hyped to be there. Black Tiger Sex Machine had a wonderful set. And then, you know, and I was just, like, hype all the time. And then at freaking EDC, I was, like, the ground children. And you couldn't mm. see me standing up. So, not like, shrooms? Long. You did, like, shrooms? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you're, like, I, I can't talk about it too much. Uh, <laughs> why? You were okay, sober. Okay, no. yeah, I, I was on. Um, I'm usually DD, so. Yeah. Yeah. I was Wait, on. Really? So you don't do the drugs? You don't do the drugs? Oh. No. Uh, okay. Not uh, usually DD. Okay. No, I was on a little bit of shroomies. Just a little okay. Bit. It was like, it was that's nice. like a shroom behavior. Because, yeah, one time in Coachella. EDC is not the place for shrooms. Not all the time. No. Wait, you went to Coachella? What? 2019, I went to Coachella, and I did shrooms for the first time, and then all I wanted to do was be in the tent and just lay there. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to I'd rather just, like, roll. Right. But even when I'm, like, rolling, I'm like, ah, I just want to be in the grass and, like, have, the like, the air blow, and I'm just, like, yes. listening to music, and I'm, like, yeah, this is it. And people are, like, <laughs> so that's why I bring my pillow and blanket. Yeah. I get that. So I'm on the same it's, type of vibe. You know, you get to be, it's a little wookie, just a little bit, <laughs> but not that bad. So. But, yeah, we brought the rave pillow. You need to recharge. For, it's fine. For flights. So it worked out. It worked out. I will say, the flight on the way from Newark oh to Los God. Angeles, nothing but smoke shows. I was like, left and right. I'm like, where say, are yeah, all yeah. these hot dudes in L.A.? Because you're all really? going to L.A. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not seeing any of them around I'm town. like, where are y'all on Bumble and Hinge? Like, I'm not seeing y'all. There was one. He was blonde. He had, was it like, blue eyes? I can't remember. He had his dog with him. I don't remember. I could not stop staring at him the whole flight. His <laughs> jaw... I was like, this man 
had me in a chokehold that entire like four hour flight from Newark to LA. He sat one row over me and I was like what I would have given to like sit next to him. He was so hot. Okay, my so dream was to always like like meet someone on a flight. Yes, yeah, so oh, Sarah, Sarah, right? yes, yes. 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 like, oh my god, where are you going? Oh my god, you know, we're like, going to LA, and then like you're right. both, and then you get his number, and then like you both hook up, and right. like you never thing. talk to him again. And yeah. like I, every time when I was single, of course, like I'd go fly by myself somewhere, and I'm like, okay, like the row's empty. Hopefully, someone hot like sits next to me, and it never <laughs> happens. It's always uh, some like old person, right? Yeah. Or the kid, the kid behind you is like, yes. fucking cheer. <laughs> Well, let me do the intro. Let's do the intro. Oh, yeah, the intro. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And guess what? It's your motherfucking favorite twins, Cammie and Nikki. What if we're not their favorite twins? (laughs) 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 What if you're not? I got dark there. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) They're like, no, actually, Mary Kay and Ashley are my favorite twins. Nah. I do love them, though. I fucking love them. I'm fascinated by twins. I say this every single time. I was obsessed with Mary Kate and Ashley growing up. I wanted to be them. Okay, I oh, s- say oh, you were are them. I swear but brunette with but a brunette. lot less money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, At well, least wait. you beat me on something. I was like, I just wanted to be a twin. I'm pretty sure, like, whenever we were in Spain, I saw a set of twins, and I didn't know if they were a set of twins. And I was like, is this is this what people feel like when they ask us, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. are y'all sisters? Or when they see us, and, you know, they're, like, trying to gauge it out. Because I sat there staring for, like, two minutes straight, and I was like, I don't And I never asked, because I got shy. So you just thought, like, are they just sisters, or are they twins? You couldn't tell? Yeah, but I'm, I, I think we chalked it up to the word. Wait, twins. stop. Did we finish the intro? Yeah, we did. Double okay. T Podcast is here. But you said broke all the way. Okay, we did the whole yeah, Okay, we just make sure. I'm like, we got so sidetracked. I don't even know. The Welcome to Broke Therapy. So you so, took an edible. So I took an edible because I'm sad right now and oh. I have anxiety. And I don't want to cry. So I decided before recording that I would take an edible. Here's the thing. You could cry on here. Like, I you're know. more than welcome to. I cry I'm, during therapy all the time. Yeah. Like, sometimes. Oh, I cry every <laughs> session of therapy. Every single yeah, one. Like, that's when we know we need a breakthrough is when I start crying. And I'm just like. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I can't look my therapist in the eye when I'm crying. <laughs> Me too. It's so hard. I'm always, always apologizing. She's like. This is why we do it. No, that's exactly. I do the same thing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, this is why we're here. It's okay. Literally. And I'm like, ugh. Like, you're supposed to cry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I don't cry in therapy, I'm like, was that worth the money? Yeah. What the fuck? You guys hear that? What? Stop. Oh, you know what? Okay, so these buttons. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sorry. Are we remixing? The listeners heard a crowd cheering. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all can't hear because you don't have headphones, but I pressed one of these buttons and one of the buttons had a crowd cheering. So, so all of like, a sudden it was like, ah! <laughs> and I'm not going to edit that out. We no, are don't. going to keep it. But I'm not like, what does this button do? <laughs> what time is that? You press all of them. Oh my God. But I don't know how to stop it. Sorry, guys. All right. Double Team Podcast is here. We're about to talk about dicks and shit. Dicks in Europe and shit. And no, so I didn't have any dick in Europe. No, oh my god. Oh, but you do have a really good story. Oh, I do. Wait, how do we start? I don't know. I'm just waiting for it to I stop. I think you unpress the button. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nauseous. 
I thought I was a high People one. watching this are like, what is going what? on? Like, even me, I was like, whoa, where is this crowd? <laughs> whoa! <laughs> All right, guys, let's be honest. Eating is too expensive, but we have to do it to survive. But in this economy, food and grocery shopping has really got super pricey. And that's why we all need to start budgeting our food expenses. But at the same time, we still want to eat great while on a budget. So save big and eat great with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Their meals are cheaper than your average fast casual meal. So ditch the takeout to save money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. They're honestly the easiest way to eat affordably. Get every plate and take back your time this month with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in six simple steps. Save even more time with the quick and easy recipes, including easy cleanup options and options ready in 30 minutes or less. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and more time on you. You have better things to do than worry about what's for dinner. Every plate provides plenty of delicious variety with 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week. So it's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day. You can also customize recipes to your liking by swapping proteins and sides or adding a protein to a veggie dish. Plus, add even more delicious options to your order with over 25 convenient sides, breakfast items, lunches, snacks, desserts, and more. As a girl who's always on a budget and likes to eat good, every plate is your girl. Honestly, it saves me so much time. I don't have to think too much about what I'm going to cook that day. And it's just always delicious. Like, I always know it's going to be a great meal. And the best part is, I'm not spending too much money on it. And I love that. Get a meal starting at just $1.49 plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 girl. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the dollar steak. Again, that's everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49BrokeGirl. <laughs> anyway, so you took edibles because you don't want to cry. <laughs> Clearly, we Yeah, no. And you know what? When I cry in therapy, my therapist, she doesn't even like acknowledge it because i think she knows that i don't want her to acknowledge it oh. yeah. she just like continues on with the conversation which i really like wow because i i need her to like not mine only acknowledges it when i apologize and then she's like it's okay i'm the same way i apologize yeah i apologize so every time sometimes yeah. she will like do that <laughs> wait what that she little like do that She'll people listening to the audio are like not like not <laughs> Uh, she, yeah, uh, it's like I an endearing smile. Too much. Yeah, an endearing smile. Aww. Yeah, no, she'll. Yeah, sorry for anyone who's listening, but she will just like, you know, give me this nice, comforting smile. That's why I love my therapist. I actually need to call her. Rachel needs to hear some things from me. Yeah, I so. was while in Europe. I started making a list of the things I wanted to talk to my therapist about the next time I see her, because like mm-hmm. we've been gone for two weeks, and then I leave, and then um, you know. 
I leave for a trip for work next week. So, like, I told her for, like, the whole month of July, I'm like, let's just forget it because mm. I've got too much shit going on. She's like, okay, so I'll see you in August. I'm like, yes. And so now I've got a list of, like, the shit that we're going to talk about in August right. that I'm dealing it, with. Yeah. You literally have to. Yeah, I yeah. got that. Wait, do you want me to tell my the yes. cute story? Yes. Okay, so <clears throat> it's just cute. It's not, like, anything that, like. You know, I, I know y'all are there used are to no my dicks involved. <laughs> y'all are used to my wild stories. The anal beads. Uh, anal beads. Let I remember, it be known that Nikki can be. I can be wholesome. Now yeah. I was laughing because I was looking through the comments yeah. where of that story, and someone, <laughs> someone was like, "Wait, I want to hear the rest of this story." And someone else commented, "Girl, it's wild, like yes. something, whatever." And I'm like, "This is the reaction my life is eliciting from people." Anyways. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it is wild. Like that's wild. That's so wild. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, it was our friend's wedding in Germany. It was so much fun. It looked um, like so much fun. Yeah, I don't know if y'all know this because y'all have never seen Kimmy and I in a wedding setting. We are the dancing queens. Dancing we do not. Queens. Yes. Young and sweet, only 17. That's the only creepy part about that song. Yeah, that is. Dancing queen. Feel the beat from the tambourine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That was good. They they logged off. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, yeah, Kimmy and I are always on. a great time to hit that applause button. Right. (laughs) I don't even know which button it was. I think it was the green one. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, so... We one like of, to dance a lot. We're always on the dance floor. It was so funny because one of the one of the bridesmaids' husbands came up to me, um, and he was like, "Because I was sitting down texting," um, and he comes up to me and he goes, "Even the dancing queen needs rest." And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, just you know, resting my feet. Yeah. You know, I was wearing heels. I was dancing. Everything was hurting." Um, and he goes, "One of our friends, her husband." <laughs> Um, I guess was talking to this, you know, other husband anyways. And he said, he was like, Dylan was saying, if you put a speaker in the middle of a cornfield and just left it all night, you and Nikki would still be dancing. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I love that. That is so true. But yeah, yeah so, so if you need someone, dancing. if you need someone at a wedding to like bring the, to, you know, get the, the dance floor going. Yeah. Because at one that. point it was literally just Nikki. It was literally just <laughs> us two. Which yeah. that's not the first time it's happened. That's, I've been oh that person God. too, where it's like no one's dancing. And There's I'm like, a, yeah. Selena just came on you guys, like, yeah. fucking bitty bitty bum bum this bitch, y'all. Like, <laughs> what the hell y'all doing, bum. right? I'm like, why is nobody up? Like, and I was like, I remember at one point I was dancing on the dance floor, and I remember I was looking, or I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I probably look like an idiot because I was literally by myself. Kimmy went to go take a break, and it was like literally just me dancing. Everyone else was like mingling, Aww. whatever. I didn't care. Yeah. But then at one point, I'm like, I'm like, should I care? And then I was like, no. no. Like, what do I owe these people? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. I was enjoying the music. You the know vibe. where we're gonna be dancing at? Where? Our live show. Oh my yes. god, yes. So <laughs> back to. We're getting really sidetracked. German wedding. Where were we? Oh, um, oh, bouquet toss. So, um, they, the bride does the bouquet toss. And whenever she, like, threw it, I didn't see anyone move towards it. So, I I was like. I moved away from it. (laughs) So, I was like, you know what? Like, I'll go ahead and catch it, like, for fun, like, jokingly. I thought, like. like, lunged. (laughs) I know there was a video. I went, back to, I went back to watch it. I'm like, I like, I straight up lunch. Because <laughs> it was, was going right. It was headed right to the face of one of the flower girls so who didn't move. 
So I was like, okay, before this like smacks her in the face, let me just quickly. Right. Yeah. So I, I caught the bouquet and I was like, you know, how fun. And in, in the U.S., when you catch a bouquet, like that's, that's all that happens, right? Right. And there's not, a, that's it. So then the groom and his sister, they're both German. They walk up to me and they're like, it's German tradition that you now you have to pick someone to dance with. <gasps> and I was like, no one told me this. <laughs> so now I got to pick someone to dance with. And, um, you know, there weren't a lot of single dudes at this wedding because uh, a lot of them were booed up. And I had no idea who was booed up and who wasn't. But I right. had a pretty decent idea. There was one groomsman. He was single. And I have, like, a, a ring that I wear. Mm. And I'll alternate it between hands. It's a Morganite ring. It's, like, a – it's pretty big. It's, like, three carats. And it's a solitaire. And it kind of looks like it could be an engagement ring, but it's not. And he, like, comes up to me. He's, like – because I'm, like, trying to figure out who I'm going to, like, pick to dance with. And he was, like – he points to my ring. He was, like, but – and I'm, like, this is just a ring, ring that right, I wear. Yeah. yeah, I'm, like, I'm not – I'm divorcing, actually. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I guess I technically am married, but – you know, separated. Right. Anyways, and and I'm not sure if he was, like, trying to make himself available or not, but he was, like, standing right there. But then there was this really cute guy. He happened to be in a wheelchair. And this, this is so wholesome. I thought he was so cute. and I, wanted, I thought so, too. Honestly. I wanted to talk to him the entire night, but I didn't know how to go up to him, and I wasn't Aww. sure if he was, like, with someone or not. And so he's I, German. And he's German. I don't know what his English is like. Yeah. So I asked the groom, I'm like, is he single? And he was like, yeah, do you want me to ask him if he'll dance with you? And I'm like, absolutely. Aww. So he comes over, and he – And I was like – and the groom kind of introduces us. Um, I really liked his name. I'm not going to say just in case he, like, you know, because I never asked him for consent. Um, mm. But anyways, so. Um, you're thinking that. as you're, like, yeah. thinking, it's like, if this is going to be in the podcast, let me ask now. Um, so anyways, so I. Wait, can I say this on the pod later? Why not? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So he's like, do you want to get, get a drink? And I'm like, absolutely. And so we grabbed a drink and I just plopped down on his lap and we put my arm around him and we sat there and talked for about a song or two, getting to know Aww. each other a little bit. And um, yeah, it was a really sweet moment. And I think he was happy that I picked him to dance. I with. was thrilled. Even though we couldn't technically dance, you know, we still right, like, right. We, were at the, we were on the dance floor, we had a drink in, and we were just like sitting there talking. And yeah, it was, it was really cute. I really liked him. He invited me to go to Tomorrowland with him next year. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, I didn't know that. We're definitely going. Uh, he, you were right there. His brother invited us to go this year, but I'm like, we can't. So he was like, next year. And I'm like, absolutely, let's go. Oh, okay. So, Aww. but yeah, it was really did cute. Did you exchange, like, phone numbers and social? We didn't, but I did. I do have a picture of it. Let me see. <gasps> I want to see. Hold can on. Post yeah. it? But then... it's not. Like, I don't think you can see his face. Yeah, it. you can't see his face. Oh, really stop. This is so cute. You look great. Thanks. He, yeah, he was, he was cute. And I was so happy that she chose. Him. And I was laughing because later that night, the groom, he was a little drunk at this point, And he was trying to get Camilla to like oh, s- yeah. sit on his lap. He wanted lap, me like, to sit on his lap. I was like, nah, dude, I just want a jacket. Like, Yeah. Anyway, so then I like swooped plus, in. Plus, Nikki already came. Yeah, exactly. So I swooped right. in and sat down on his lap again. And we talked some more. And it was Aww. really fun. Yeah. He was like, let me get both twins. Yeah. Well, no, more so. <laughs> I think the groom. I think oh, he groom. thought. Oh, okay. I think he thought you, you were, were me. Yeah. Oh, okay, and okay, then okay. so I think he got us confused. Our, our dresses were different colors. I know, but he was drunk, and I think he got us confused, and he just wanted. So, anyways, it was all anyways. But that that was my story. So, 
I love that. A wholesome story. A wholesome moment. I do have them every once in a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> this was a really fun wedding. I had a, honestly, I like had one, a of the, one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to. Yeah. I yes. love weddings. Yeah. But I will say, I was definitely, you know, going to Europe. I was like, maybe I'll have like a serendipitous hookup, you know. Like yeah, I did like in did Hawaii. you go on like apps or did you try to like? I did go on the apps, but very briefly, and we had so much going on for the wedding that I was like, meh. Yeah. And um, and, and no Nikki one. And I were pretty much sharing a room. Like, yeah, I was like, what am I gonna like, do? How Kit would it work? Right. Yeah. 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 Right. So right. and this is what Camilla. This is what I think we should do. We really need to go somewhere, pick or get two different rooms. Probably go just you and I, because, like, we had friends. We had stuff going on. Like, you know, we wanted to be part of the group. And then, like, during the day, go do separate things. And maybe at night get together. and Or, like, or opposite. During the day, go do things together. And at night, go our separate ways. And then that way, like, if it serendipitously. Something happens. Yeah, if it serendipitously ends up with, like, you know, a fun little hookup, then that then that's how we go. I think we already discussed doing this. I also think we should do more like solo trips, but maybe not Europe, because like if you're gonna go to Europe, I want to go. So, yeah, exactly. but like you know, Hawaii or Cabo or some shit. I'd be down. Anyways, Aww. I personally don't want to see an airplane for a month, but after that, after that, yeah, after that, honestly, same. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you flew here. I flew here. I and I wait. Like, you flew here? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I flew here, and then I also like flew to Palm Springs like twice in like one week. That's oh, a that lot. looked so fun. That's yeah. a lot. It made me want to like do a, a girls' trip to Palm Springs. I, I love, love Palm it's Springs. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm going for work. Okay. Wait, so. I we haven't caught up in a while. You had anal. I had oh anal. yeah. Tell us about it. How did it go? Okay. It, did you push out? Like I said. Wait, I have. Did you listen to that one girl who sent both of us a DM about her pegging a guy? I think I saw, but I was like, okay, let me check later. And I, it's just been crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Had, we'll talk like, about it later. But, we'll about okay, but let's talk about it later. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So it's not so exciting, but it's exciting, I guess. So I think the listeners probably heard a little bit. I went to, um, the. Uh, there's this artist, Twee, who's like a friend of mine, but I'm also like a huge fan of hers. Mm-hmm. She was performing in Oakland. And so me and my boyfriend went, and I the drinks there were... Very strong. I only had like, well, I had like three margaritas. Okay, so you got lit? I got lit unintentionally, but I was like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling frisky. Like, I don't even remember the end of the concert. Selena comes on. Selena comes on. Were you, where were you in your cycle? Ovulation, follicular, luteal? I don't know. It was May 21st. Mm. Wait, aren't you bleeding with the new moon? Yeah. So if it was May 21st, I don't remember when the last new moon was. Shit. Okay. Okay. Continue. I love that you like are so curious of where I was in my cycle. Well, because you said you were frisky. Were you right. were you yeah, yeah. Was ovulating? Like, Maybe you were super horny. You know what it is? Tequila just makes me a fucking slut. Like yeah, we've no matter all been there. where like what day of the cycle, like if I'm drinking tequila and it's like good music and like an available penis is there. No shade to my boyfriend. He's yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> my boyfriend was there. So I was just like, shit, might as well. So Isn't there a song like tequila makes her clothes fall off? It's a country song. Right. I don't even like country. But, literally, but literally, like, that's what happens no, to me. No, same. Like, I just get. That's like, why I, I don't drink. I get super horny. I get so horny. And I end up having, like, just a lot of. Like, anyways. I can't remember the last time Charity I Charity cases. Yeah, I yes. guess. <laughs> There's been a lot of 
very questionable moments in my you past. You did not just say that. Um, <laughs> no, there's, no such, there's no such thing as a charity case. I take it back. There's no such thing yeah, as a charity case. Yeah, rephrase that no before. such thing as a charity case. <laughs> there were a lot of questionable decisions in my past, I will say. We'll it's leave it at that. It's called oh, experimenting. It I'm cold. And it's fine. It's okay, okay. I'm, just cold. I'm like hot. Okay, the so you were... are like, no? Okay. Really bright. You were frisky. <laughs> I was really frisky. Bright. We were at a concert. We, you know, went home and we just started like, you know, like hooking up and stuff like that. And he was, you know, uh, trying to hit it from the back, like doggy style. Okay. And then he was fucked up too. So he like slipped into my butt. And then I was like... Did that not hurt? I was like, just keep going. Like, I don't <gasps> know. I was just like, let's just, let's just do it. Ooh, and oh my so God. he was like penetrating for a good like I don't even know because the concept of time at that uh, like when yeah when was, you're fucked up yeah yeah and so but like it was a good amount of time and then at one point I was like there's a dick in my butt and then you know when you're like overthinking taking a box right <laughs> and not that I was like turned off but I was all of a sudden like ow like I like all of a sudden felt like the pain you know because it was like first off like but what do you remember feeling. Okay, because it feels like you're taking goes, a shit constantly, I felt, right? I felt, like, really full. Like, it felt yeah, like I was yeah, taking yeah. shit. Okay, you sh- but usually the pain comes when they're going in. That's when it feels like the ring of fire. But he was, like, pounding. I don't know. Maybe it was, okay, like... Okay, once it's the... Once it gets in and then it's... Once it gets in and then it's pounding, then that feels really nice. Yeah, I feel From like once it's I in... I once it's, a decade I feel ago. like going in is what hurts the most, but once it's in is, like, right, it feels Because he was in and he was penetrating, but I think... I started overthinking, and then I was like, wait, I'm doing anal, and then I immediately resorted to it's painful. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I didn't really get, but I, I remember feeling like I was enjoying it, but I think I just started, like, overthinking or something. I don't, I don't know. Now that I'm, like. What did he think of it? He liked it. Yeah. He said it felt good? It felt good. Did he come? In? Not in my butt, no. Ah, uh, damn. Because I was going to say, you know, say truffle butter, butter, cream pie it. No, we just kept continuing doing, like, other things. Like, okay. Like, just kept going. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much it. Okay, the That's, next day. How did, was your asshole after? Did you poop? I poop so much all the That's time. That's what I was going to say. The next day, did you poop more? Here's the thing. I poop, like, a, an excessive amount every morning. Okay. So I never really could tell. Okay, but, but I after anal, like you shit. pooped a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed. That's I've nice. noticed if I'm ever constipated, um, mm. and I have anal the oh, next you day. Anal. It just happens. Like things right. start flow very naturally and very easily, and more than usual to the point where I'm like cleaned out. So it's great. Here's I, the thing: I have my Adderall ADHD medicine, and uh, I took it the next morning. And when I take Adderall, anyone who is familiar, like you poop a lot. Oh, I didn't know that. So it makes you like just shit a lot. So Ooh. is that what I, I should have tried a week ago? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, but honestly, a little gut clean I, cleanse. I was constipated last week, and what did I do? I, I told Cami to shove a butt plug I up there to loosen things up. It worked, right? Did it work? Swirl it around. <laughs> did it work? Try to get things to relax. <laughs> I think you needed to use a bigger butt plug. <laughs> it did not. It I have is. tiny butt plugs. It did not work okay, the way should, I wanted well, to. No, I don't want you to use my butt plug. But my no. Butt, my <laughs> butt plug is bigger. <laughs> I really wish at that point that I had my own set of anal beads. It's okay. Sorry, I don't know why that was like the interaction was like hilarious. Continue. It's really funny because I'm high. So this yeah. 
Everything is moving really slow for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I love this for you. I'm sober. So. I'm sober as hell. Sober as, yeah. All I have is, like, coffee with me right now. I Oh, wait, I had coffee this morning. I'm like, yeah. I'm not even what caffeinated. Is this a latte? But by now, yeah. I'm um, But, yeah, going back to pooping, <laughs> Adderall oh, helps you poop, so maybe that's what you needed, but... I'm, I'm a try I just, I, That's a better rec. I when people are constipated, I tell them to go have anal. So maybe, maybe Adderall's a better Adderall, recommendation for anal. Adderall helps. Like, like it really does, like cleanse you out. So that's why I couldn't tell if it was like the a anal lot, poop yeah, or like because it it just felt kind of normal. So would you do it again? Yes, but I ah. would do it. Yes, I'd have to be like again drunk, but maybe not as drunk as I was because I was pretty sloppy drunk. Okay, so a little so, less so. Yeah, a little less so, just to relax, and definitely need like lube because yeah. there was none. It was oh. just like that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So it hurt. It felt like very dry. Mm. Were you wet? Did he spit at least? Well, we were he very from- like sloppy drunk. This <gasps> wasn't did, like- he didn't go back in the vagina, did he? Oh my god. <laughs> You did. Oh. Okay, girl, put some boric acid up there. Just make sure there's no, nothing growing down put there. Some I don't want to. I'm fine. Nothing's, like, happened. Okay, good. But still. Okay. It, right. but, good self- to, but good to note for next time. They are self-cleaning. But, yes, yes. you never want to go from ass to You're kitty. right. What the fuck? Were, As we one of my very... friends always said, it's not a two-for-one special. Yeah. It's, you don't go from peach to kitty. You got to clean in between. so true. I mean, I feel like sober wise, I would have definitely have thought that, but I think in the moment, and you're right, I didn't think about it afterwards. But like that is the only thing scary. that is really like ugh, about doing that is just the fact that you have different bacteria in your colon than you do in your vagina. Right. So when you mix those, that's when you can get like a really like our vagina not, sensitive, not yeah. so fun combination. Being a BV, I remember one time, and I What's was BV, like, what, like, how do you know you have it? Bacterial, Bacterial vaginosis. vaginosis. Oh, trust me, you pull your underwear down and it smells like. Fish. It's so bad. It's so tuna. It's so bad. And I mean, like, you know, because sometimes like your pH gets off and like right, you right, know, right. it smells a little like sometimes like I'll have my little moment, but it's, I have nothing super like oof, what no, is no, that? no, no. When you have BV, <laughs> oof, baby. Right. When you when like you, if I had a long day, it's gonna and I'm yeah. sweating, it's gonna have a scent but yeah no 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 it's not like that bv okay. it's like everyone can smell it it's <gasps> so it's so bad do i smell okay i haven't i can't she smell she looked at me she gave me the dirtiest look <laughs> i okay, need to like do i was zoom not trying to be she was like okay i was like, like i'm why not would you gonna even, smell she was I was not trying to give you a Because she's high. I can see it in her eyes. Um, I think it's just because I have no control over my fee's expression sometimes. So, <laughs> but I don't know if this is TMI, but. TM, girl, we already know. I know. I tell y'all all my we, anal stories. And they're like, I don't know if this is TMI. <laughs> no, but actually, when Cammie lost her sense of smell due to COVID. Oh, God. She's she here to tell us. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? She, one time she was like, I'm afraid I have BB. Will you smell my underwear? Homegirl legit made me smell her panties to see if she had BB. Did she? She did. <laughs> hey! It was so bad. Hey! The boric acid cleared it right up. It's fine. It's fine. Oh my God. Hey! I was giving you an honest. Vaginas are sensitive, okay? I was giving you an honest answer. Whatever. Yeah, boric acid fixed it just fine. And then, and yeah, so then a week later, she's like, okay, I did boric acid. Will you smell it now? And I'm like, <laughs> it's yeah, fine. it's fine. 
<laughs> okay, it's really, guys, do you uh, know how bad it is losing your sense of smell? I couldn't even, like, store it. Oh, wait, hold on. The chairs are like, yes. <laughs> they clapped for you. They agreed, Cammy. They agreed. I can't wait to I listen can't. to this. <laughs> hold on, dude. Why the fuck do I keep doing that? What's happening? But anyways, I... And constantly congested, so I know your life on the daily. Well, we're also almost always congested, so really? yeah. So like, I can't. We can't always smell either. Okay, wait, no, I've been less congested this year. <laughs> Though I will say, mm. when we went to uh, Spain, and then oh we my went god, to Germany, our allergies like my blew allergies, up. <gasps> so bad. So I also bad, think I also I'm terrified then. I also think Spain had just a lot of pollen, so then it Ooh, was really irritated. That is true. Fucked up. Yeah. Oh my! I, everything was so clogged up. I had to mouth breathe. Oh, <laughs> I'm a mouth breather it's for okay. sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not the green one. <laughs> oh. What was, was a green was one? Everyone's going to listen to this episode and be like, like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck were they doing? Oh, my God. <clears throat> Should we oh. need some emails? <laughs> yeah. <let's do laughs> Wait, what? Should we need some emails? I'll read some emails, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> no, it's, oh, hi, Jess. That's my... Oh. I was like, <laughs> I heard something. <laughs> okay, let's go to emails. So it's not the green. What am I pressing? It's I'm really glad that you liked your animal experience, though. It was good. Because, I mean, I do like my ass fingered. And I, like, it uh, kind of felt very similar, just more full. Because it's not a finger. I like When we were talking about being drunk and having anal, it reminds me of a time that I was, like, plastered. Um, and had anal. And then the guy was about to go back into my kitty. And I was like, stop. <gasps> and this is, like, Hammer as time. I'm, this is... <laughs> <laughs> This is as I'm like, we're both super drunk. I'm like, you got to wash that off before we start to have sex. And he's like, what? I'm like, you can't. He was like, I've never heard of that. I'm like, can you just please wash off so we can resume? So he went, washed his dick off in the sink, and then we continued having sex. That is respectful. Holy fuck, man. I can't believe my boyfriend stuck it up my ass and then into my vagina. It's okay. And and most, people, most people don't know. Most people don't know. If you did that, it's okay. I okay. Think, yeah, I mean, granted, it wasn't like a, like, it wasn't that long of a, like, I feel yeah, like maybe. if something went wrong, you would know. You would know by now. Yeah. By now. Yeah. Right? Okay. But maybe put some boric acid up there just in case. Okay. Maybe I should. Just, just, just be safe. Yeah, just be safe. Okay. And every once in a while, it's good to put those up there just because so, it helps clean everything up. Okay. I'm pretty Literally. sure one time I avoided chlamydia by using boric really? acid pills. Yeah. Is that possible? Are we I'm very curious because I remember at one time I had a guy, he was like, hey. So we had used condoms the first couple times, but then like, um, you know, after we got a little bit more comfortable, we like removed them. And we had just gotten, mm. we had each gotten tested. So I was like, okay, sure. And then um, he was like, hey, I uh, I tested positive for chlamydia. Um, and him and I had like recently had mm. sex like without condoms. And I was like, fuck. And I mean, it, we had it like twice. So I was like, yeah, I probably got it. But each time after we had sex, I used boric acid. Why? Because um, I was- just had a feeling his- well, no, it's more so just like I if if How it's like do you a newer put boric acid. I sound so dumb. You, they co it comes with an applicator, oh. pill, or you just use your finger. Oh, yeah, it's a little pill. So, anyways, you put it up there. It's so a suppository. You put, you put if you're pill? using, yeah, you put yeah, it in your vagina. It's a suppository. In your vagina. Yeah, you do not oh. ingest it. You put it up your vagina. Because boric acid up the vagina is good, but Learn boric acid down the throat is will toxic. kill you. Um, uh, oh shit! Yeah, 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 don't don't swallow it. 
Um, anyway, so um, just be- I think it was mainly for the reason that like I didn't want him to mess up my pH because I was like this is a new newer partner right. whatever we just removed condoms and I was like I my pH was like balanced mm. you know so I wanted to like keep it balanced. Um, so I, I use the boric acid pills and then I tested for chlamydia twice after because he you know he's like he tested positive both were negative oh shit so I was like oh dope I'm boric, so, um, I'm thinking it was the boric acid but don't quote me on that I'm not a doctor but it's I her think, theory I, my theory is that the boric acid helped oh shit but we need a gynecologist to clear this up we need yeah. a gynecologist <laughs> on the show oh my god what about the dude that you matched with that was a gynecologist. I haven't talked to him in a long time. But you could... What am I going to do? Reach out. Hey. Yeah. Want to be on the pod? Want to be on the podcast. Okay. Emails. Okay. So this one says, by Curious. Question mark. Mm. Hi. After listening to your most recent podcast, The Pegging One, I really love some advice. I'm a female in my late 20s. I've only hooked up with men, but I've been dying to hook up with women for years. But find it so hard to find a partner or someone to even just experiment with. What would you just what would you suggest to help me get out there? As much as I love sex with men, I can't help but wonder how much I can learn and experience being with a woman. I've always been attracted to women. I've always been attracted to women and usually turn to lesbian porn when I'm horny. All of us. I also find it so hard for me to come with male partners. I'm curious how things would go with a woman. I love your show. Thank you for creating a safe space to talk about taboo topics. And she's a Pisces. In Ooh. Connecticut. Love you. Thank you. Uh, well, Pisces <laughs> in Connecticut. Pisces in Connecticut. Pisces in Connecticut. We're going to hand the mic off to Nikki. So <laughs> my recommendation. Am I the? Oh, wait. Y'all haven't been. Okay. Um, by the way, I saw, not to get sidetracked, but I remember I saw a, I had posted one of the clips of from the pegging episode mm-hmm. on TikTok mm-hmm. and everyone like three girls were like, you mean strapping? You mean like strapping question mark? I'm like peg- pegging, strapping. I'm, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same, it's thing. The same thing. If it's right? a strapless strap on, then is it really strapping? So yeah. I'm like, you're pegging w- them. Like what? I don't understand. Anyways. I thought my impression of pegging was like pegging through. It's you're, it's a strap, but it's like pegging through the butt. I thought like pegging was kind of like the anal version of strapping. I, I thought it why. just meant you're using a strap on with someone. Mm. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. I'm I not an expert. You're pegging a woman. I'm not an expert, but I was like, why? Do, why are we caught I up on the, the semantics? Thing, right. Why are things. we caught up on the semantics? Anyways, yeah. um, get on the dating app. Uh, this is my <laughs> advice to Pisces in Connecticut. Get on the dating app <laughs> and like, set your um your thing to everyone or just girls. Cause like I noticed if you said it to everyone, it'll primarily show me men and it'll mm. show me like for every 10 men, it'll show me one woman. Mm. So if I really want to look for girls, I'll just set it to women and just start some conversations, see how it goes. See if anyone's like interested and you can put in your bio and be honest and be like, Hey, I'm bi curious, you know, right. um, all that fun stuff. <clears throat> bi curious and inexperienced. Yeah. And inexperienced. And, um, you know, I've said in the past that, like, I I get a little iffy with women that aren't too experienced because... I was going to say, like, is that going to attract... It's not that it turns me off that they're inexperienced. I just, and I've said this before on the episode, I don't want to be the pussy that makes them decide they're not in a pussy. Mm. I don't want them to go down on me and be like, you know what? Not for me. Like but that, that's that's a huge, like, let me let me turn you. That's you know? a huge hit to my ego. So right. you know, I. But anyways, but I I wouldn't. You know, if someone was like, hey, I'm bi curious. Like, 
I, I wouldn't necessarily be like, never mind. I would just, you know, have to have a moment with my ego before we decide to move forward with this person and be like, if they don't like it, it's not on you. It's on right, them. Right, right. <laughs> no, but seriously, just go on the dating apps and you can put on there like, I'm curious. I want to experiment. Da-da-da. There are women on there that I think would be willing to explore and to, and to you know, see if that's something that, you know, you like and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also, you know, go for threesomes with couples. Because that's an opportunity. Granted, you know, male energy is still present, so I don't know if you want that, but, you know, that's an option too. Um, But, yeah, I would say start on the dating apps. Um, I've always wanted to hire, like, um, a sex worker. Oh, really? I really have because, uh, and I've, I've had plenty of experiences with women, and, like, I really love, like, what I've had with women, but, um. I guess I'd like to, and this is going to sound really superficial, I'd like to, I guess, be able to, like, pick. Yeah. Not that I haven't had the chance to, like, pick before. No, like, pick, like, what kind of woman, you know, kind of, like, like a sex worker. Yeah. Oh, is this a fantasy? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, you know. Yeah. I guess so. I think it'd be fun. Not that I haven't had the chance to, like, pick before. Obviously, I've I've selected. But, but the whole thing. Like, like going through, like, seeing which one you like and be like, okay. And then, yeah. You know, yeah. Or, like, I'd love to go to a strip club. Uh, granted, it's been a long time since I've gone I to a strip club. I love going to the strip club. Yeah. And, but, uh, and, you know, like, take one of them to the back room. I'd absolutely love to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, granted, you know, then, like, eat it. I don't know what, depends on maybe where you go. I don't know what you right. can do with them specifically. But, um, now, granted, like, the whole sex worker thing, like, and, and it's in the same way that, like, one day I'd love to, you know, have a young guy and have him be my sugar baby. Right. You know, so that's not like a, a sexist thing. Anyways, so, but yeah, but I think dating apps are a really easy way to start. Um, How about like in person? Like, let's say, you know, like you're, you're at, at a bar. In person's hard. In, yeah. Now, I will say if you go to like, you know, a, an event where it's like maybe mainly lesbians or like a lot of bisexual people that, you know, are there, like, you know, if it's like a pride event or like, like put yourself in positions like, where you know that you'll yeah, like, exactly. or a local gay club, a local gay bar, something like that, then yeah, you probably have the chance of like meeting a woman and absolutely go that route. I think I just like the dating apps because like it c- gives you a little bit of practice in talking to women. Hitting on women looks entirely different than hitting on men. Yeah. I was going to say like, how do you like go about hitting on a woman? Well, so, I mean... Like, how do you... Me- like, what do you message them? Because we know, like, we go on dating apps, but, like, how do you approach it? Especially if, like, you're this is just uncharted territory. You know what I mean? Like, you've... I'll be... Done you say... Before. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll like, be completely honest. I'll be completely honest. When I'm on Bumble and I match with men, um, I either give them one of three opening responses. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of the little shaka emojis. A gif. Gif. However the fuck you say mm-hmm. it. Or I'll put hi with a uh, smiley face. That's Easy. all you get as a man. Why the? I know Bumble's supposed to be girl where like the girl is like you know initiates. I'm like no, I'll initiate plenty when I decide whether or not like you're worthy of my time. Not to sound conceited, but like the fact it's that I'm giving though, you the opportunity right. to speak to me, like that's enough. Men are easy. Exactly. So. Um, no offense to men, love you guys. So that's what I do with men. With women, I'll actually, like, I'll go on their profile, I'll read through, and I'll be like, hey, you know, and then be like, love that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or like, oh, we both live in Hollywood, so close. Like, I'll actually put an effort and, like, mm. say something. But, like, just be friendly. I remember one time on Tinder, that I complimented a girl's boobs, and she immediately unmatched me. I'm like, I don't know what I did wrong there, 
but I'm sorry. She probably didn't want to be like, you know, she courted. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Maybe she felt like objectified. Like she's probably someone that's like, I want to be. Yeah, you maybe, know. maybe she just thought I felt you really were, bad. Maybe she so was like looking for something only about different, boobs. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, like when it comes to <laughs> girls. <laughs> I think you have to kind of approach it in the way, like, put yourself in the shoes of, like, a man when they're trying to approach you, you know? But, like, don't go too cheesy. Don't go too, like, you know, too much. Just be casual. Be cool. Be yourself. Um, and just kind of open up the conversation. The fact that you're both there on Bumble looking for women, I think, is enough to let them know, like, you're interested in sexual interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I think you definitely have to put in more effort than you do with men, if that makes sense. For sure. Not that I don't put in effort with men. I just, I. You put a little bit of effort with men. I put a lot more effort in with women. Yeah. Yeah. You have to with women, I think. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, men, it's just, like, you just compliment their whatever and they're, like, ooh, like, okay, this, you know. I feel like they like it. But with girls, it's, like, we compliment each other all the time. Yeah, that's another thing, too, is, like, you know, when Mm. you compliment women, you know, you can't, you know, I compliment my girlfriends all the time where I'm, like, oh, my God, I love your outfit, girl. Those shoes are killer. You know, whatever. do it. Like, you know, (laughs) so you got to be a little bit more, like, intentional when you're complimenting women. Yeah, but what's that look like? Like, Yeah. I would say, like. I like your boobs. (laughs) Apparently, you can tell not. by the way she drinks a soda pop that she's a good dancer. <laughs> Apparently, not. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. One time I was at a sex party, and there was this girl there. She was so attractive. Um, was I there? Yeah, you were there. The one in New York City. Remember? Oh, the the dancer. Can I no. go to a sex oh. party and just watch? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I want to go to a sex party. We hardly ever have sex at them, so yeah, you can go and watch. I I'd love to go to watch people. <gasps> yeah. I want to go and watch. Can yeah, you guys bring me us. next time? You yeah. should come with us. Okay. Um, we'll discuss I actually that had offline. a dream one time we, we went to a sex party, but we, <gasps> were, we were sitting in an like, auditorium. Oh. And we were watching. It was like they were on stage. And we were, I don't have, I guess I've been having dreams of you guys lately, but we went and we were like yeah, sitting what? in the auditorium. Do we know each other in a past life? I feel like Maybe. we did. We should we probably It's did. just our higher selves planning stuff. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, at a, I was at a sex party and this girl, um, she was like, she leans over at one point and she leans over to me and she goes, I just want to let you know. And she goes, because I know how hard it is for girls to like tell whether or not another girl wants to have sex with you. She's like, I would absolutely eat the shit out of your <laughs> pussy. And I was like, thank you. Likewise. <laughs> oh so my God. It's hard to say like yeah. how to do it because like some girls like to be very forward. Uh, no, I didn't. And I was really upset because she was, uh, she was playing with this other girl. For some reason I wasn't like, I'm trying to remember what, I'm trying to think of what girls were around us that night. I don't I'll show you, you know who it is. I'll show you a picture. We got her Instagram. I still follow her on Instagram. Tall black girl. She sat right next to you half the night. Sierra. <laughs> you gotta believe that out. Yes. Oh, you oh, said oh, Sierra yeah. in the last episode. This and I was beat is automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky, fresh. You follow her on IG. I, don't, I need yeah. her IG. Okay. Anyways, so it didn't happen, but I was upset. I did watch her get eaten out by someone else, and I was like, damn. Um, but then, I, like, the night got away. Anyways, um, she was cool. I liked her. So it's hard with women because, like, you you don't know what they're going to like. You kind of have to – it's like I said, you know, when it comes to, like, going down on girls. Like, maybe just start off with what you like and see how they react. I feel like you don't even have to start with going down on them. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Okay, well, that's what I thought you were seeing. Like, I was I like, feel like, why don't you try 
kissing and maybe groping some tits before no, you no, jump no, in. No, God, no, you gotta, you gotta ask for consent first. Oh, right. I'm right. saying when it comes to talking to girls, like think about what you like when right, a, when right, a guy no, or a girl yeah. approaches you. Like I, I know what you meant. Just like how we talked about eating out. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. So yeah. it's like, so do you like when people are funny and they crack jokes and maybe you know try to find like a not so cheesy but like you know a funny I little think, punch like? something you know uh, for me i like it when guys are like or girls <laughs> i like it when people are direct with me i'm usually pretty direct with people so i i like directness that's why when she was like i would definitely go down on you i was like i would need directness too but yeah. at the same time i feel like actually i don't know i, I might if i'm awkward. but if she's like smooth about it and like very you know like yeah like if a guy is super smooth love it if a girl's super smooth like in the way that they like talk and right. everything i'm way into that too so i don't know I, I i can't say like exactly how but i will say this when you are complimenting women on a more like i'm actually interested in you level rather than just like oh girl cute shoes like mm. you know say like you know a lot of times you're complimenting like you know their hair their or like you know makeup clothes whatever like certain objects mm -hmm. like you know maybe say something about like either like the energy they're giving off like the way they're like mm -hmm. something about like maybe sp their body specifically but like not so what's the word i'm looking not so perverted mm. yeah which we, we tend to not like that anyway with guys when they're just like i like, need like an example can you give a sentence because i'm really trying to picture like what i would say if i wanted to like do that. Uh, the number one example i can think of is like if a girl came up to me and was like girl i love your dress like i'd be like oh thanks like she likes my dress Mm. Or if, but if someone else came up to me and they're like, "You look absolutely stunning in that dress," and then maybe added a little up and down with the eyes. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so okay. you need body language. Okay, right. that can help too. But yeah, absolutely, body help, language can help. Like maybe like a little bit more flirty with the eyes. But do you see what I'm saying there? Like instead yes. of instead of saying like love the dress, instead of complimenting like, just yes, the dress. Bitch, yeah, so exactly. Great. Then it's you like... went for instead like I love the way you look in that dress, or right. that dress looks stunning on you, or like right. your That's body, so something like that. You know? Right. I like love that. that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And okay. or I don't know. Instead no, of like that's perfect. And I feel yeah. like it's a case by case. You always have to read people too. Yeah. I'm so, huge on going off of energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that like it is kind of hard to like give a script of what to say and how to do it because it's like every person's different. Yeah. But I but I think I I know what you're saying where it's like show the show a little bit of like sexual like compliments there without being too over yeah, the top. Exactly. Like I said, you know? I like directness and I like when people are straight up with me, but I also like I can understand how for some people that's kind of like a turn off and I and I like it when people are smooth with it too. So but like, also you were at a sex party, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so like, like the, it was the environment was a lot more right. like if I was at a bar and a girl came up to me and she was like, and you know, like you look absolutely stunning tonight or whatever and like gave me like the eyes, then I'd be like, Oh yeah. You know, mm. so body language and like those kind of eye contact, eye those kind of things can really help way. too. Yeah. See, I'm trying to think of like, you know, if I'm at a bar and a guy approaches me and like, how can I tell if they're into me? It's usually by like a slightly sexual, but not too sexual, like, yeah, innuendo. they'll touch your shoulder well, like, or I'm like, gonna say, like, you know, or, do, like, or kind of knock, yeah. you, like give you a little yeah, knock, exactly. something like that. They, they always with do, women. It's always something very subtle at or first. like the waist. The waist, yeah, they hold it. Yeah, same. I'll do that too, like with girls. If like if I'm more interested in mm. them, I'll do kind of those same light touches in places where it's not like too inappropriate and like whatever, just to kind of show them like I'm interested. Yeah, I feel like for me, 
in the beginning, like, I would need to be approached. Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Same, like, same. Yeah, because I wouldn't even. I would not. <laughs> be, like, so confused. Like, I'd be like, oh, they just want to be my friend. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, you know, but, like, I don't know. It would have to be, I don't know. I really, I'm still figuring out what that would look like. I you get know? it. And it's hard. It is. Like, that's why I like the dating apps is because, like, you get to kind of, like, practice talking to women. Right, right. Because um, it does take practice. Because you you have to be more in your masculine energy to approach a woman. That's why, like, for everyone that's going to, you know, for anyone that's going to come at me for saying, like, oh, you know, you give no effort to guys. Like, that's so sexist. What really is is, like, I'm trying to be in my feminine by trying to receive more when men approach. When, you know, like, on dating apps, yeah. like, when I open the door for a man to approach me, I'm trying to receive and be more in my feminine energy. So uh, that way I give them the room to to start the conversation somehow to make way. That's why I hate Hinge. Hinge, the guys always expect you to, like, do all the heavy lifting. I'm like, nah, dude. I had a great time on Hinge. Really? I have not had a great time. I met one dude that I absolutely loved. Um, but that's about it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Actually, I feel like else? for me, like, and Danny read my chart, so he, like, it kind of made sense to why I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked, I like, I like when they give me space. I don't like it when they're just overbearing. Uh, okay, same, Aquarius. Same. No, that's Aquarius. true. But Very, same, yeah, same. yeah. So, like, you know, for instance, like, my boyfriend, like, he, you know, complimented me in my show and stuff like that, but, like, really kept his distance and was, like, kind of watching from afar. Yeah, like, just enough. Right, just, just enough, enough. But yeah. it's, like... And I don't, and I know that he intentionally didn't do this. He was just probably doing it because he didn't know how to flirt with me. <laughs> so he was just like, I'm not going to be overbearing, so I'm just going to be, like, kind of chilling in the back, you know, but I'm going to, like, <laughs> let her know. <laughs> I think she meant the clap. The clap. Oh, the clap. Oh, wait, never mind. Clap. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, what? My bad, my bad, my bad. But, um, I switched him up. And for me, like, that's always kind of worked, like, with him and even my ex, like, the boyfriend I had before him. Like, he... He so he approached me at a bar mm. and it was like you're oh. cute and then walked away. And then I was like so intrigued. Like and I was dancing oh. with another guy. Like I was another guy was giving me all of this attention and I was hanging out with him. Okay. But I was so like, but where's the guy that's like not giving me the <laughs> the attention? I don't think guys realize like how much of a move that is. Seriously, if a guy came up to me and was like, You look ravishing and then walked away and like made it made like made an effort to right? in my vicinity for the next locked. 10 minutes, I would be hunting that man down <laughs> exactly. like no other. I'm like, where is he? And, you know, and so and later on, my ex, my ex was like, oh, I just saw you with that guy. So I just thought that that was your man. And I felt whatever. And I was like, that was not, not my dude, man. Not my no, dude. Not, not my dude. My you were my, my dude. man now. Right. So, <laughs> you my man. <laughs> right. And so, like, I feel like I'm like, it was that. I'm like, I wonder if that's, like, how I need to be approached by women. Like, I don't know. I'm still obviously discovering that because I even... If a girl did that to me, yeah, I'd be into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, it's, it's all going to be case but, by case. It's going to depend on, like, what you like and, right. you know, what the other person likes. But the best thing I can suggest is just, to, like, be yourself in it mm-hmm. and and try to look past the gender norms a little bit. But, like understand that like if you're going to approach a woman you do have to be more in your masculine you know or for sure if you're gonna be approached by women you know then you're more in your feminine so like you know whatever yeah and I feel like usually when I think back at like my friends who like have hooked up with women like a lot of times the stories they tell me it's usually them just being like very straightforward with them and it just happens yeah I love when women are straightforward so I'm like okay I feel like that's yeah because you never really know so we have to like cut the bullshit type of thing but I don't know yeah. I'm still on a team journey, like Cammy. Yeah. I still need to get some tits in my mouth. But I, I, do I, I, mean, I do love boobs. 
I'm trying to think of the last time I've been with a woman. Boops it's been a little while just because, like, I'm trying to remember. Anyways, regardless, I, yeah, I crave being with women sometimes. Like, it's just a really nice experience. So, Pisces in Connecticut, I hope that happens for you. Get your I pussy, hope my girl. tips helped. <laughs> Um, but it yeah, to me. let us know if you're gonna, if you're gonna give it a try, let us know. Yeah. All right. Any others? Keep us posted. Yeah. We have you others. Do one more and then switch to. And then we'll go to yeah. the, yeah. Cause we got it. We got to go to my, this one says vibrator and my boyfriend's booty hole. Oh, I'm excited already. <laughs> yeah. I'm just buzzing. <laughs> I'm just buzzing. <laughs> Cammy <laughs> on edibles is great. Okay. Hi, Steph. It's me again, Brenda. Oh, my God. Wait, I know who Brenda is. She's a homegirl I talked to in um, my solo pod. Oh. I didn't know where else. From Brooklyn? No, she's not. She, oh, no, no. She's in the Bay. Okay. Bay area. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's her sign? Uh, Sorry. Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius. Ah, okay, now continue. From the I won't bay. cut you off anymore. Sorry. <laughs> like, I need more info about her. Um, I didn't know where else to send this to, but here... But here, but I'm listening to the new pod that you upload with the twins, and you guys mentioned having a vibrator by a man's booty hole. Okay, so I've used, I've always used a vibrator when we're in missionary recently. Wait, missionary. Recently, I just ate his booty hole, and he won't stop asking me to do it. I think he asks for it more than a blowjob. Anyways, recently, I had the vibrator closer to his penis as he's thrusting, and he loved it. So I got a little curious and slowly moved the vibrator behind his balls, which he loved, then moved it to the booty hole. All I got to say is that he loves it. Now he has his own bullet vibrator. (laughs) But yes, guys love it, especially when it's behind the balls. Anyways, love you and everyone on the pod. Thanks for keeping me smiling and motivating me to get adventurous in the bed. Shout out to Brenda. What's up, I girl? Love Brenda that. and Brenda's boyfriend. I'm so happy to hear so this. So stoked for the that, both of you. That's so, okay. I, my, I've been using a vibrator in bed, but my boyfriend says he doesn't really like, it doesn't really do anything for him. Okay, so sometimes I will, like uh, my little, I have a, it's like a mouse-shaped one. It's really cute. Anyways, and what I'll do is when I'm blowing the guy, I'll like <gasps> put it kind of like, like she said, beneath the ball sack area. The taint the taint mm. or like just around in general and it does feel really nice for them <gasps> or sometimes on their balls that one of my guys r- likes it like directly on his ball sack well, i was gonna say have you tried it like also like at the base of his penis yeah like right because that's also like right right when the the the, I the just, stomach meets the penis where did i put it i mean it'd just be like when i'm using it on me yeah sometimes and, like, i can feel it on yeah. yeah and he doesn't feel anything but i even like tried put it Maybe I was a little, like, aggressive and not hot with it. But I was like, do you feel anything? And I, like, put it, like, <laughs> on his balls, just, like, go like this. Um, and he was like, I, I mean, it's, like, fine. I guess it wasn't really a sexual moment. I think it was just me being, like. <laughs> I think it also depends on the vibration. Because, like, yeah. my, so I have some pretty strong vibrators. I was going to say some that. Of them are, some of them are, will ma- be too much. And yeah. then, kinda, it's and then it's too, yeah, it's too sensitive, especially around their ball, so, uh, uh, ball area. But then some are, like, too light. So then it's not enough for them to feel it. So, like, you got to find a good, like, middle vibration. I, yeah, he likes when I, like, give a lot of pressure on his balls. Yeah. But I I have so had... maybe it needs to be stronger. I have had guys that like it when I put the vibrator, like, on their asshole. I think, and if you, I think it feels really good for them. Wow. For that. And yeah, as long bullet, as you don't suck it in. Yeah, bullet vibrators are great for that because they're small. They're small, they're little, and so like you can put it right around that area and it's like easy to do. 
Wait, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a... <laughs> they also make vibrating butt plugs, mm-hmm. which men can... That makes sense. I There was a guy that I used to hook up with um, that he loved to put a butt plug in himself while... You know, I don't think my text. my boyfriend has expressed to me that he's not into butt stuff, but I just feel like a part of me wants him to be. That's fine. But it's like I can't just force him. No, I get it. But, <laughs> but I, mean, I think you got to start slow. I mean, yeah. every man associates his asshole with being with homosexuality. Right, right. So I think you instead have to like reframe that narrative. As my therapist always says, let's reframe that. Maybe um, listening to this episode like yeah. will help him realize but I think just get him more comfortable with that area. And I think it's also because, you know, like, you know, what comes out of the asshole. Everyone's, like, right. hesitant that something's going to, you know, pop right. out. So uh, I, you start slow. Start with the vibrator. Start with the fingers. Just see how that goes. But, yeah, the vibrator, especially to, like, warm up the area before you put a finger up there, really nice. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You are so educated. <laughs> I just try a lot of shit. Okay. Yeah, like you just know you everything. Just imagine a guy just like bent over, spreading his cheeks. She's like, I'm going to try this one now. Right. Like you're just so. Here's the thing what I love about like the both of you guys is like, like sex is like more than just sex. You know, it's like yeah. it's like it's like an art. You know? Oh, absolutely. Like, to me, it's such, an art. It's such a craft. Yeah. And like I think that like you really like own that craft and you do it. You, you try your best to do it like safely and just like without any judgment. And I think it's like such a beautiful like perception on sex. And I think like for me, it's really changed a lot of like my relationship towards sex. Just like hearing you like the both of you like talk about it and like, I don't know. I'm getting like really mushy. Cushy. But I, like, I, like I, really <laughs> I wish more people realized that, but this is why we do what we do. A person yeah. likes sex and you know, as especially as exploration like some people will you know try to use that as like a weapon like oh you're a slut or like oh you're a whore for one society's been fucked up no i know but it's like it's like you know sometimes it really is just beautiful having you know a sexual experience in which you experiment you have fun and you know maybe it wasn't for love but you learned a lot and it was a lot of fun right you enjoyed it anyway right I just exactly. want to say thank you. That was one of the kindest yes. things anyone's ever said to me. Like, I always, so like, I always so tell my boyfriend that. I tell, like, everyone that. I'm like, it's such a, like, it's such a beautiful thing to hear you, like, talk about sex. Because it's, like, it's not, you're, you're never, you never talk about sex in a disrespectful way. You never talk about it in, like, a degrading way or anything. Like, uh. it's such a, it's such a non-judgmental and, like, safe space. I mean, like, that you've just, like... It's amazing. I like, because it, we're told as women like to be ashamed of our bodies and to be ashamed of mm-hmm. the feeling of like pleasure, but it's like you've it's or like wanting you, it, yeah, or wanting it, and you just like have like no get you don't give a fuck about that, and you look at it as like a beautiful connection between mm-hmm. you and partners, and you know, and it's just like exploring, and it this is like human nature. It's our bodies. It's like very like. Kind of like spiritual in a way, as I'm like kind oh. of explaining. Like it's oh, a very one thousand percent, yeah, a very and spiritual <laughs> experience that's just like beyond the societal norms. I love that you said like art and craft because like that's how I look at sex and like that's how I try to treat a lot of my sexual experiences. Like to me, it is an art, it is a craft. Like mm-hmm. the way that I have sex, like I've taken a lot of time to refine it and to really like open up myself and like explore it and understand it because like I love finding the ways I can 
like bring pleasure to my body. Mm-hmm. So if I can find that for other people, like I get so much satisfaction out of it because yeah. like, I mean, you know, I remember I, reading somewhere and I've said this before in our past pod somewhere along those lines. It's like people prioritize productivity in this society. They don't prioritize pleasure. So like everything's supposed to be for productivity, like work, you know, everything that you give your energy to even food, you know, everything's supposed to be for productivity capitalism all those things instead of like pleasure there's that one audio on tiktok you know where she's like pleasure and someone (laughs) asks like you know what are you doing this for and he's like to feel good and you know they're like oh well what about this and they're like i want pleasure like i don't know if anyone knows that audio but like she talks about how you're just prioritizing things for pleasure and like so many people don't do that because it doesn't feel productive but like i can hands what like hands down 100 say that like the times that I've like made sure to prioritize my pleasure have been some of those produ- some of the most productive times for myself because I feel so fulfilled. Exactly, I feel so like happy and, and like joy and everything way more than you know like answering a bunch of work emails and all this shit obviously like there's a balance to it and like there's a way to you know make sure you are being both productive and pleasured but you like you can't masturbate 15 times a day exactly no it's true you can it's you fine can, but it's not you, ruining you your life as, okay. long as, as long as you're sleeping but like that's what i'm saying like it's all about balance maybe it's the libra in me but like i want to make sure that i am as pleasured as i am productive right and, and so I, and yeah. I think you're like you're good at that because not only are you just like, oh, yeah, I like to have sex. You know how to pleasure yourself, like, but you're safe about it. You educate yourself on it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you just, you, you, and also you, like, you express that. Like, okay, like, be careful. Like, oh, yeah, don't do anal and then do, you know, the regular yeah, sex. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. It's like, obviously, my drunk ass didn't think about that. But it's like, you always have that in the forefront of, like, okay, this is an art. This is a craft. I enjoy this. But we still have to be safe. Yeah, I want to take like care of my body. Right, Wear right. condoms, people. I want stickers that say it. I want my body to like be able to continue to. So obviously, I want to take care of it and all yeah. of that. And that don't beat yourself up too much. That is a common mistake. That I even I made that mistake a long time ago. I did. We it. all got to learn, you know, one way right. or another. So same way that I learned about STDs, I got chlamydia when I was seventeen. So then I was like, you know what? Let me educate myself on this. So it's like, you know, the more that you like experiment, and the more that you put yourself in these situations, you just learn so much because you're like, oh, yep, been there, done that. You know, right. That kind of thing so and that's what I encourage for everybody but like I I think you know to discover your own blueprint of sex to find your own you know art and craft in it I think for anyone that's like a really important journey with themselves because like the amount of like love and uh, I think tenderness too that you'll find for yourself will surprise you and I think a lot of us like I'm speaking on behalf of me and just people who have like told me their problems. Like it's this like unhealthy relationship with sex. I know we're over time, but I don't even care. It's like this unhealthy relationship with sex in a sense of like, for me when I was single, like I was out there like having sex just to like, it wasn't an art or a craft or even for myself. It was really just to like find love and find validation and to feel pretty, to feel desirable. Like I needed that like stamp of validation to feel like, you know, and also because like everyone else is doing it. So you want to be like, Oh yeah, I'm a freak too. You know, like when I was younger, obviously not (laughs) recently, but like I've always kind of battled with that. And also like, you know, yeah, it was, it was really just you sometimes like not going to lie you sometimes just to get a guy to fall in love with me, Yeah, you know, which is like so unhealthy, but you've like you, and I wish I like known you when I was younger because I definitely (laughs) needed, I needed this kind of thing because I was also on another side of that is people are just like, fuck it. Like just fuck with no feelings. Like fuck that shit. Like catch flights, not feelings. Right. Like catch flights, not feelings type of thing. And so they're fucking and they're not, they're not like, 
you know, educating themselves. They're not taking care of themselves, whatever it is. And they're just doing it just, again, just how I'm looking for validation. In a way, people who will try to act like, oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck, are looking to feel something, too, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like that was kind of the only, I feel like, two relationships I'd feel I would know about sex and other than that I'd be like okay it's for love you're in a, you're married whatever it is like the traditional sense and so I mean there's you kind of brought a different pr- and there's nothing wrong with like the traditional sense yeah, yeah. but you just brought a certain perspective where it was like oh like it, it, it like I look at it as like an art and I don't know it's just you're not doing it to for validation mm-hmm. you're not doing it to run away from your feelings you know like for my impression I don't know your life but <laughs> like but like I just feel the way that you talk about it and represent it is like very um it's very I special so thank you i just need to give that moment I mean, to you i'm gonna go back and save this clip whenever i'm gonna cry yeah. <laughs> I know. i've already cried enough today oh. are my eyes puffy <laughs> no they're not good. puffy are you good what i w- what i was gonna say like on that note is there's nothing wrong with i i think the the key is is to be honest with yourself for what you're using sex for there's nothing wrong with using it for validation or for mm. love or yeah sometimes we do it to you know reel people in like i think a lot of times though people aren't on i wasn't honest with myself exactly that's yeah. what i'm saying is like it's it, if you're not being honest with yourself for the reasons that you're using sex that's when you start creating those unhealthy relationships with it because you're like you're like oh i'm just doing this for fun and then but really it's because like you're you're denying yourself the fact that you're like I want to feel loved and I want someone to like make me feel special but instead you're like I'm just doing this for fun like you know you're 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 lying to yourself and so that it's creating this like false narrative in your head you know that like you're just having a grand old time like everyone else when really like you want to connect you want someone like whatever so but also I think there's also a lot of shame in that though right like as women oh absolutely want to like a lot of times like there are moments where I was just super horny and just wanted some dick and like no strings attached. It's okay. Like I probably could have done exactly, that. Yeah. But it was just like, uh, yeah, there was shame holding me back from, from doing that. You know, sometimes it's so. nice just to get dick, just to get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I have sex for different reasons. There are times that I have sex because I'm like, you know what? And, and I'll tell myself this. I'm like, I want to feel sexy. I'm going to hop on a dating app and I want someone to like okay. make me feel sexy and I'm going to go have sex to do that. Then I have other times, especially like with the people that I've like really dove into that I'm like, let's go make art. Let's go have sex. That's like, let's you know, this beautiful, have, yeah, yeah. lovely, awesome experience. Then other times I have sex because like I just want to <laughs> feel close to someone. So then like I have certain partners that like fulfill different things. And like that's the great thing about non-monogamy is that like I have partners that, you know, we go create art. I have partners that like, you know, we have sex just to, you know, connect and and like have kind of this beautiful special moment and then I have the people that I go to when I just want validation or want to feel sexy so like there's not or okay or the people yeah. that like you know when I sometimes I'm stressed and I just want someone to like rail into me right right and there's nothing wrong with that so I'll be like you know what I'm stressed I want someone to fuck the living shit out of me and then I'll be great so like yeah. or then but I'll I be think great. the key so, is that be you're, honest with yourself. Yeah, be honest with yourself for why you're having sex. If you, you know, are ignoring your needs and like trying to use sex when really that's not what you need, that's when you get into issues. That's mm-hmm. when you, you know, when people get into these like situations where they have expectations. Exactly. Of something and yeah. They're, like, they're trying to fulfill. They're trying to scratch an itch with something that's not going to scratch that itch. Mm-hmm. So it, the, I think the best thing there is just to always be honest with yourself about why you're using or why you're having sex. Um, and then on top of that is just to like. When you are honest with yourself, now you can approach it in the way that you want to approach it. And then I'll, you know, because if you if you want to be more experimentative, if you want to be more creative with it, then like be intentional, like with that person about in that moment. Or like I'll tell like you know one of my partners, I'll be like, let's just like 
have really like loving like emotional sex and then like cuddle and like and that's we have what a, I want right yeah now. and we have a conversation about that oh that makes me sad but so you know what I'm saying like then you're more intentional with it yeah, so then yeah. it's like it, it's so much more fulfilling mm. when you're like this is the goal that I have how am I gonna get there uh, let's use sex in this healthy way to do it and then you accomplish it and then you feel fulfilled mm. I think people forget that they can do that right but that's 100%. like that's yeah that's when you got to be honest with yourself yeah, so I mean, sticking, you know, a bullet vibrator in your asshole. From the there exactly. you go. Yeah. So okay, you're right, because I feel like that kind of healed me just right now, because the way that I was talking about, like, yeah, I was just doing it for validation, but it's like, actually, yeah, you're right. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's the only thing that, like, made it different is the fact that I wasn't honest with myself. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes, like, I don't think at that moment. Or you shamed yourself. I shamed myself. For wanting sex for validation. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not just wanting sex, but wanting sex for validation. Yeah. So then you're like, I don't, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I want to be fun, you know? And But really, it's like you you wanted that validation. And, like, again, it's all about creating, like, healthy relationships with these things and, like, finding, you know, partners or people or whatever, and or if you're monogamous, uh, like, making sure that your partner understands, like, this is what I need right now. This is what we're going to do. I think sometimes, like, looking back, like, there are moments where I don't think I even really knew what I needed. That's fair, too. And you, I just you, was like, I'm looking for something, and I am I would just go out there, and I didn't know what I was looking for or what I was trying to fulfill. Because, like, with depression, depression looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And my depression, especially in my early 20s and when I go through a depressive state, is very numb. Like, I'm a very mm-hmm. sensitive and empathetic person, but when I'm going through depression, it is very, like, state of numbness. So mm-hmm. I don't feel happy. I don't feel sad. You know, some people are like, yeah. oh, I feel terrible, and they feel it in their body, and yeah. they're just, like, in a dark cloud, and they just want to hide in their room. Like, I have moments like that, yeah, but, like, a, a lot of times, most of the time, my depression just looks so numb. Hmm. So I think back in the day when I would you know, go out looking for the validation and all that stuff. It was really just because, like, I was feeling nothing. I wasn't feeling happiness. I wasn't feeling sadness. So you wanted to feel something. I wanted to feel something, and I wanted, and I was looking it. I was looking for feelings and, like, excitement and passion in other people, Mm -hmm. you know, especially men and especially in sex. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's what I was doing, Yeah, you know? And so... Sounds reasonable to me. And I didn't know it at that time. I didn't understand what how my depression looked like. I was like, I'm just searching and I'm glad I did it. And I'm, I'm supposed to not know sometimes, you know, and then later on when you're older and a little bit more healed, you're like, oh, that's what I was doing. Yeah. You know, and you I understand mean, better. I it reminds me of my, when I had depression in my college years. Yeah. I like the way you explain that. Cause I was also like, you get really autopilot. I yeah. was very like pretending everything was okay. Right. But like on the inside, it was just like, it was just you know, flat. A plain there. field. There was n- there was just nothing. And just yeah, nothing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a sense and of I like would numbness. and I would have sex because just to try to feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's I, I yeah. It's the only way you could feel good sometimes. It I was know. Alcohol, partying, sex. That's why I was doing all of it. <laughs> Exactly. I think in those instances, you got to dig a little deeper before mm-hmm. you go have sex. But I understand, like, wanting sometimes, like, the serendipity of, like, let's just see what I go out there and find and feel. Because, like, I've had those moments, too. Um, and and, the, and that has surprised me. Like, I remember when I went to um, – there was a sex party I went to last year. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going for. I'm going by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone there. Let's just see what happens, and I'll just, like, follow my 
follow my gut, my heart, my instinct, whatever. Um, and that's the night that I met my two doms. And I remember, like, I ended up feeling so, you know, like, thrilled and fulfilled by the few things that we did there. And so, and, and so there's nothing wrong with that. But like I said, it, it it's all, you know, it's all a thing of balance and also like getting introspective with yourself. And so, you know, if you're not feeling anything, maybe sit there and be like, what do I want to feel? And if you really can't come up with answers, you know, maybe then go out and just see what happens. But like, I, I would encourage anyone to like, you know, whether you journal, whether you're just like talking to yourself, whether you're like you're in the mirror, mm. whatever, take some time to dig deep and try to Try to get at least a little bit of those answers for yourselves because then once you have like an intention or a goal, then you can be, you know, more, you can approach it, I think, in a healthier way. Yeah. And rather yeah. than like just putting yourself in a random situation and then like the outcome isn't what you wanted or like something bad happens and you're like, fuck, I didn't want that. You know, so like if you can, if you can find a direction, that's great. Um, and like a way to go, but speak yeah. your truths. Yeah. But, that, but yeah. that's the thing. It's like being, getting honest with yourself mm-hmm. and not just about sex, honestly, about it's a lot life. of things. Life yeah. in general. Like, and, and I think everyone has a, has a hard time, like, you know, accepting their own truth. Yeah. And so oh. like, I think life becomes so much easier when you finally get to a point where you're like, I accept this truth about myself. Maybe it's not good. Maybe it's not great. Maybe it's bad. Maybe it's you know, can be deemed wrong. They whatever. don't want to face it. Yeah, but I, I, as long as you can sit there and be like, okay, we're facing it, and, like, this is my truth. That takes then, work in itself. Yeah, but the, it that's, takes like, time and work. that's honestly, I think, the majority of the work. Because then once you get there, then you're like, okay, now how can I solve this? Right. And then, but, like, that is the biggest step, I think, in, in most of it is, like, getting to a point where you can accept it for yourself. Like, mm. there are things about, you know, my sexuality or about my, you know, my kinks, et cetera, that for a while I was like, why do I like this? And I didn't want to face the answer. Mm. But then, you know, once I did, I'm like, that's not so bad. You know, I like it because, you know, X, Y, and Z. And like that, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. That's how I felt about boobs. Yeah. I shamed myself a long time for liking them. The same really? with women. I shamed myself for years about women, if I'm being honest. Mm. Mm. I denied my bisexuality for probably since like the beginning of like when I became a sexual being. I denied it because I was like, oh, no, I don't like that. And I then, know when I was yeah. younger, I would like feel attraction and I would just be like, no, yeah. no, no. I no, like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So porn is so nice. So good. Yeah. So it's like once you actually like get honest with yourself, life gets a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. So yeah. that's my advice to love that. Well, we yeah. do have another episode to do. I got deep. I know. That did get we deep, really, I was like so happy. We were yeah. all the with that one. I love it. That was good. Oh, well, anyways, plug yourself. Okay, <laughs> at Double Team Podcast. Uh, Mostly everywhere. And then doubleteamedpodcast.com. Um, find us on TikTok, Instagram. All that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. us. And then Love fo- you. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> and then follow me, Stephanie Megan, for more at brokegirltherapy.com. All that shit is there. And we're also having... <laughs> She did it for me. We're also having a live show event in LA in October. So you guys, if be on the lookout. This episode is pre-recorded, so if it's out by now, I'm gonna have information. I don't. Just look, follow us on social media, and you'll know. Yes, okay. but did I not do a good impression? That was of good. You? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> even like the you knew. Yeah, the you tone like, exactly. <laughs> I knew exactly what I was saying. I thought I did yes. really good. Okay. All right, bye guys. <laughs> oh my god. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy.
Broke, broke, girl, girl therapy. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.